When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. Before we get into everything, thank you so much to our newest patrons over at Patreon, Andrew Jaus, Jill, and Gianne Nieminen. Thank you all so, so much for your support. So we apologize that this is obviously coming out much later and delayed than usual, but we've been pretty busy. Andy, you are back in the old country. And then as for myself, my wife and I welcomed another child to the fold. So we are one one player away from having our own futsal team. So <laughs> beyond that, it has been quite a boring period over the last week and a half when the last episode came out. Okay, so um, Andy, let's just jump into everything. Everybody knows what's going on. We welcomed, uh, Roma welcomed Vigna to the Italian capital few days ago or well no more than that at this point i i've you're speaking to me not long after the birth of our child so i still haven't regained all of my mental faculties but nonetheless he is already in the italian capital and his his number five shirt is already for sale on uh, roma's official store so that's probably a pretty good hint that we will be looking at an official announcement relatively soon and then we had the deal that has been discussed for some time. I, I would say his name first emerged thanks to uh, Alessandro Austini a few weeks ago, and that is, of course, Shomorodov. And then we also have, depending on when you are listening to this, this might be, well, not might be, I, I, I assume it will be pretty well spread throughout the landscape at that point. But uh, Roma, they are confirming in our in our little whatsapp media group that there uh there are significant significant slowdowns for granite jaca roma they haven't raised their offer of 15 million euros arsenal they want more than that they want uh, at a bare minimum 20 million euros so uh, this looks like a deal that looked like an absolute concrete certainty to one that is hanging in the balance. I'm looking at my laptop right now, and in the UK, they are saying that Arsenal could even propose a, a new contract to Jaka. So that would be quite the turn of events. But let, let's start with Vigna, though, the one who has been tabbed to replace uh, Spinazzola. What, what do you think of this? My general opinion is I haven't watched much of him, admittedly, so it, it's difficult for me to give a concrete judgment. But it is a lot of money, and this is a guy who is a young age. And then you also have to consider Spinazzola is expected to return by January, February. So you are investing heavily in a guy that 
you are bringing here as sort of a, a, a temporary fill-in, I guess that's probably unfair, an unfair characterization. Or maybe it's not. I don't, I don't know. I'm not incredibly lucid right now. But it's not like this deal happens if Spinazzola doesn't get injured. They're not going to spend this amount of money for, uh, for Vigna if, if all things were normal. Well, let me say this, that I think both deals uh, took place in a manner, in a manner and um, And with consideration for the the time frame. And Shemurodov, I mean, the way this developed too, very, very quickly. Oh, yeah. And the necessity, the urgency of that Vigna deal. um, I think both deals happened in a lightning pace. Let's let's put it that way, because Vigna landed in Rome. Uh, obviously, we're still waiting for for the deal to be official, and he's training separately from from the rest of the team. But um, Vigna landed in Rome uh, three weeks after Spinazzola went down. Uh, that's three weeks. So Spinazzola goes down. You're sort of your 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 you know one of the all stars of the, of the team uh, goes down, and all of a sudden you're left with 18 year old Calafiori, who you know despite all his potential can't seem to put put in a, a string of <laughs> healthy performances so I, I mean i wish him the best for this upcoming season but that's been the case um in the past season so to be able in three weeks to complete a transfer for find a replacement a replacement with potential um in a tough market because I, I know I, I saw some people will we'll get to uh, we'll get to Shomurodov in a while. Um, but I saw a lot of people pointing out that Alvinia oh, is still 11 million, 30 million, whatever the final figures will be, um, something around uh, around that. But consider the alternatives and 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 uh, and. Uh, the names that have popped up, even a name as as casual as Di Marco, a guy who had a really solid two seasons at, at Hellas Verona, now is off the market. Why? Because in COVID times, a team like Inter can't take chances for that left back position. They so they'll for the first time I think in in um, since Di Marco left Inter's Primavera. Um, he'll get a chance with the first team. Why? Because they can't afford to make a move um, to compromise that position, to 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 splash serious money for that position. So even a guy like Demarco is off the market, and um, and now you show up with Vigna. I like that deal. I like it because you're investing in a 23 year old. Obviously, you look at this, and is it a downgrade from Spinazzola? Sure, of course it's a downgrade. But you made this deal happen. You made this deal happen when, uh, when it was very difficult, and you could. And my worst fear was this is gonna get dragged out for you know for the entire summer until the very end, and you'll risk starting the new season with Calafiori um, maybe injured or something, and and you don't have anybody there. And hey, lo and behold, you have to uh, adapt uh, Ibanez as a as a left back. So. This is it. This I, when when Spinazzola went down, I was terrified of 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 this move because it could have been uh, it, it could have gone in a number of different directions, ranging from Alonso to Emerson. I think this is 
this is the right move this is the middle ground because between taking somebody with a good reputation strong and whatever and somebody who's on on the way down this is a guy with potential young i can't say i know him i can't say i've seen him play but at least there is that there is that excitement there is that that thing where you have to wonder how he's going to be able to 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 fit in um but they found the replacement that to me that that's all that matters um so I, the Vina is there. I think uh, Shomurodov is a bit more complex as a deal. I think that, and, and when people talk about it, we'll get to it later. But it just—it's a very complex deal given the situation with with Jeko, which is still a big, big question mark. And I think that a move like this for a player like Shomurodov hints at uh, the possibility of, of Jeko uh, staying for another year. You know, we've heard him say it. He doesn't want to, to listen to, to all those rumors. He doesn't want to hear people talk about uh, Jeko leaving Roma because right now he's a Roma player and he's focused on Roma. And I think those are the words of somebody that knows that this is the last year on his contract. Getting 7.5 million is not something that any 35 year old can get <laughs> nowadays. No team can afford that much for, for a player of his age. Um, and let's face it, a player who's on the downhill. But if, if there is a, uh, you know, uh, a nice way of going out of a club, of, of leaving as your contract expires, it's having a great final season, uh, or a final season where you make statement and if they bring in a guy like Shomurodov a lot of people are skeptical skeptical about him um that means that this year is gonna be a heavily rotated year um so this is you know I think both deals given the time given what everybody's going through right now these are good uh these are good deals that that can can turn turn out to be useful. I, I do believe so. <laughs> Even with all the skepticism around Shomurdov, I think. Listen, I think he'll he'll he can do good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to Shomurdov. Do we want to get into like the financials of this, or do we want to start with the no fun crowd who already is uh, uh, criticizing Tiago Pinto for this, which to me is just uh, astounding, absolutely astounding. What's your take on that? Yeah, and, and let's be let's be honest too. Okay, a lot of people who are dumping on this move have not watched a single second of Shomurodov. All they've done, you know, is, is, is Google his statistics, yeah? Come on, respond me, ami. Right. Listen, uh, we're about to bring him in for a rumored 20 million around between bonuses and uh, loan fee and, you know, whatever you have to else pay afterwards. And let's see what happens with the rumored counterparts that are included in a deal like this. Um I think the skepticism also stems from the fact that for a while now, everybody's been hearing all kinds of names, you know, um, there has been the name of Belotti, the name of Kalejic, the name even of Icardi for crying out loud. It's very easy to forget that Roma are a real club, a real club that faces real problems, unlike football manager, unlike FIFA. And... Let's face it, Jeko, after a year like he's like the one he's had, is not the same player from a year ago when Juve were going for him, or even the year before that when Chelsea were going for him. So, or or the year before that when Inter were going for him. 
Jake Lunau is a player that, that doesn't have uh, any appeal, any market. Right. Because everybody's aware of his contract. Everybody's aware of the fact he's 35 years old. He's not getting any younger. And his game um, is affected by that. So it's uh, Jaco is an obstacle when it comes to when it comes to Roma being able to make moves and i've been saying it for the longest time i said people don't get excited when you hear those names when you see those names even a guy like Bellotti who compared to say Cardi who makes 8 million a year a, a guy like Bellotti moving out of a club like Torino will want to make money it's not only a move a prestige move it's a move where he wants to make that money he wants to cash in big he doesn't only want to you know change the stage where he plays at he wants to change <laughs> change his paycheck that's that that's also what it comes down to and if with Jeko there you are never never gonna be able to bring in a big name that's why I said it before I you know I saw a lot of people saying oh this is the summer this is the summer or Jeko leaves unfortunately it's not that easy when you're a player, you want to be comfortable. Jekyll is comfortable right now. And there is no reason for him to change right now if he can just walk out next year. Cash is in these 7.5 million for the, over the next year. And then he leaves on a free. And that's and and that makes sense for him. And there is no way of of um of saying no to something like that. Roma have limited means in terms of uh, the wage bill and that's what it comes down to so uh, for me Shomorodov represents um, a functional a functional deal something a, a deal that that given the circumstances kind of like Vina makes sense why because this is a guy that you know I see a lot of people point out the age okay um, 26 but the way he's been playing at Genoa, and I saw the stats, and I know that people love the, the, those stats. This is a guy who's, who has upside. If you've watched at least some kind of a Genoa game, some snippet of Genoa, at least in their what, last six months, Ballardini, when he came, came into Genoa once again, you know, after all these years, it seems like it's a tradition between Juric and Ballardini. It's um, Preziosi loves two coaches, and that's all there is. Um, over these, over this last year, when Ballardini came in, Genoa had a tremendous start. You know, they they had players like Strootman perform. They had uh, Zappacosta. Um, they had Destro. Destro was having a wonderful start to the year and um then obviously the wheel started to come off but if if you i'm not saying that you have to be a huge Serie A fan and you have to be a nerd because i'm certainly not a nerd sometimes i just happen to um be bored out of my mind and i'll turn on a stream and i'll say watch the derby de la lanterna with um with Sampdoria and Genoa uh, battling in 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 Genoa in the city of Genoa or even um what was Genoa Lazio um where Shomurdov uh, happened to have a wonderful assist um this guy plays exciting football and he has all the all the signs of a player who can come into a bigger side 
and still do his job. Now, I've seen people link his name to the likes of DeFrel. Um, okay. Uh, I do think that this is... It's a tricky thing. This is a, it's a tricky business, but I do think that it can pay off um, because this guy knows knows his coach um, is uh, apparently is, is you know there are close links between as you said between him and Mourinho. Uh, his I believe his agent is a friend of Mourinho's, so there is a lot there, and and um, and he fits the bill along with Asmoon and. Um, he he fits the bill of a of a of a guy who's physical but who's got pace and um and you can watch him easily switch from playing as a winger to a striker. Um, it's he he is a modern forward and it's um if if you happen to have a, a few clips of Genoa this year, um you you'll find that there's more to him than just the name and just the stats. Uh, so I'm just saying that. Um, if you're getting your panties in a bunch over those 20 million, again, please, I see people, why do we have, why do we pay for a Shomurd of 20 million, but we can't pay the 20 million for Shaka? Once again, I, I, I try to get it across as many times as possible. In, in Serie A, you don't have to come up with the money right away. Especially now, this this is going to be a loan with an obligation. It means you pay a small a small loan fee at the beginning, and then obviously the rest comes later. But in Serie A, usually it's something you basically make a promise, and then it have it, it the payment takes place in installments. Meanwhile, in any other league, where or when you're making deals outside of Italy, and you have, say have to knock on Arsenal's door, you have to show them that you have the money up front. You know. It's kind of like, uh, what was it? Jerry Maguire, show me the money. That's basically what they tell you um, when you come knocking on, on, on somebody else's door outside of Italy. In Italy and Serie A is, is made up of all these weird deals. Um, just look at how Juve, you know, go around. I mean, look at the deal that they made for Bernadeschi where they paid uh, rumored 40 million. They never did that. They never had the 40 million right away. That happens over a certain course of, 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 of time, especially when there is a loan with an obligation. And this is the same case. So for me, the, the money is never a problem in this case, especially when you deal with Serie A clubs. It's not like you have to come up with that money. You 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 come up with a small part of it and, and, and that's all there is to it. Um, I just think that Give this kid a chance, okay? It's uh, it, this happens. It's a big deal for him. Uh, he's gonna go from being coached by Ballardini to being coached by Mourinho. He's gonna go from playing uh, for Genoa to playing for Roma. Give the kid a chance. I think that heavy rotation because if you bring in somebody like Shomurodov and you keep Barhamayral, you keep Jekyll, it means you're gonna be, you know, just spinning that attack. Especially if you have Zaniolo back. You're gonna see all kinds of tricks um, and all kinds of formations, and I do think that, given the way our attack was so stagnant last season and we really had a hard time producing goals, I do think that if you add somebody else, another attacker there that can 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 pose a threat to to the likes of of Jacob, to the likes of Myral, if he can motivate them, then great, then <clears throat> then. 
if Roma are able to rotate, especially in a year with with the Conference League, then excellent. Um, I think that's why this deal can be functional, is that you bring in somebody that can help um, sort of light a fire under the asses of Dzeko, who is known for getting complacent. Borja Mayoral, who comes off a, a, a career season, Let's see what he can, we can, what he can bring to the table this time around, right? We don't want him as well to, to get bored or, you know, or complacent and, 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 and give up halfway through the season. No, you want somebody else there that will push their buttons and, and say, okay, listen, if you're not good enough, I'm going to take your spot. That should, and that should be the norm for any, any team that competes on a number of, of fronts. So I'm all for this deal. Oh, I completely agree. And to be clear, what I meant before, I, 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 I didn't mean it, uh, you know, to belittle or, if, you know, as an insult to anybody. It's not like Genoa is, a, is the club that you run to your television for on the weekends to, to watch. So it's no fault to anyone if you didn't watch a ton of Shomorotov. That's not, I mean, I would say that's probably more the majority than, than the minority. But Andy, last season, Genoa were terrible. And especially in the latter portions of the campaign, Shomorodov was one of the few that they could actually depend on. You know, I, as I said, I think that this is, um, this is a player that you can depend on him. Yes. I, I, I do think that this is a guy that will bring something different. He's going to see this as a chance to, 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 to work harder, to, to be better. I mean, you, you know, you talk about players wanting to make that jump, the leap in quality. This is it for a guy like Shomurdov. Um, who comes from, you know, Rostov and, and then through Genoa, you, you work your way up. And this is the big time for him that this is the big time. You get the chance to work with Mourinho, a coach that you know, um, likes you, likes your game, likes what you bring to the table, uh, likes your attributes and, um, and sees, uh, a good attacker for the team. And for a team that wants to rebuild, a team that wants to be better than it was last season, a team that, you know, doesn't have to go out and win the Scudetto, but a team that wants to stay competitive nonetheless, this is good. I think this is good. I think that this is a guy that will for sure work his ass off. And he brings something different um, than somebody like Jekyll. Please, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm telling you, don't watch. Maybe don't watch YouTube highlights because those those are never good. But find a find a recent game of Genoa within the last what three four months, um, the latter half of the season, and watch a whole game of that, and and, and try and and, and pick out uh, Shomurodov, and you'll see that this is the this is the one player that basically stands out in a, in a team that is you know it's it's a. It's a typical Serie A team where uh, they have maybe a great opening to the year and then every sort of reality hits, kind of like Cagliari did a couple of years ago. Um, so you'll see that Shomordov shines and, 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 and that even though, yes, those stats, oh, those stats are so bad and so mediocre, watch the game, watch him. Watch him and 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 get back to me. <laughs> I'll be, you know, we we would love to hear um, your thoughts and uh, but especially when when somebody changes their mind because it's um and again I'm just saying g- give the kid a chance. Okay, let's move to on the pitch. Give me your verdict. What did you think against Porto? Other than the the, the WWE display that we were treated to, 
yeah, obviously this you know this game wasn't wasn't eye opening, and I've seen hundreds of, of games like this in in in, in the preseason. Uh, Especially after all those um, tours in America, where you see this team battle it out with with the likes of Tottenham, Real Madrid, Juventus, whatever. But this is this was uh, you know a nice a nice a nice change of pace. This team you can see that they play different than they did the, year, the past season. Um, you can see that they they play with a chip on their shoulder. Um, I'm not gonna make a big deal out of that fight that um, broke out between Mkhitaryan and Pepe. And the fact that everybody ran up to him and, and it was great to see, but I'm not going to make a big deal out of it just because it's going to be talked about a lot. But I do think you can start to see different mechanisms take over compared to what Fonseca was trying to implement. You can see that this team is trying to to figure out a new way to to approach the game, and um, it, it was tough. I saw I saw a great some great saves by Rui Patricio. That was that was that was nice. Um, I saw a midfield that uh, is still missing. Uh, I mean, a, a midfield that that obviously m- misses Jordan Vertu, who I think is o- always very important. So that's for me. That's the big, that's the big gap there, right there. And obviously, a guy like Shaka, uh, who can change that, who can change uh, that midfield, especially when you go up against like Porto. Porto, you know, they are they are brutal. They are, they'll they'll bully you. So you need you need more stability in the midfield. That's that's for certain um otherwise i really have have no remarks just because i think it's very at least for me it's very difficult to to judge a, a first you know a fir- really a sort of a first real challenging preseason friendly we'll see how after this after a game where really it seemed like everybody kind of woke up and you could see again you could see the one thing that you can take away from a game like this is who starts and how many minutes do they play? Now we saw that uh, this time around, Mourinho really gave uh, a proper run to guys like Jeco and Zaniolo, Pellegrini. All these guys played almost eighty minutes, so that has to mean something. I like what I'm seeing from Zaniolo. I'm seeing a Zaniolo that yes is definitely gets tired uh, much much more quickly, but I, I also have to take into account that this is again this is a kid who's stayed you know uh, far off the pitch for well not really two years but you can you can almost say that because the the way that the second injury happened it's it's kept him out longer than it should have and and you so you can still see a guy that hesitates sometimes but the the, the pace the physicality the, the the just his strength and um his his intelligence on the pitch is, is incredible so uh, that that's to me if there is one pleasant really pleasant surprise it's that it's to see the confidence that Mourinho has in Zaniolo and the fact that Zaniolo is embracing this embracing this this chance of of proving himself once again and um it, that that is that is really a, a really great thing to see for any Roma fan out there oh absolutely it is uh before we go is there anyone that has stood out to you this preseason or a couple of names, both in the negative and positive sense? Or I guess a better way to ask it, first, who has been the positive? And secondly, is there somebody that maybe you envisioned as having a bigger role, perhaps under Mourinho, that now is maybe being discussed as not so crucial to uh, to Roma? I mean, for me, the the name that probably jumps out most is Villar, yeah. But but start with your positives first. 
Well, I, I listen. I, I think that, as I said, Zaniolo, definitely a major positive for me because I thought that his role would be limited in the opening stages to preseason. I, you know, after his, such a long break, um, it's, um, I, I, I expected him to see, you know, say the last 20 minutes. Now he's starting and, and, and playing 80 minutes. So that's, that's always a welcome sight. Um, who else? Well, I do think that for me, the surprise, and maybe not in, when, in regards to this Porto game, but still a surprise is Carlos Perez. The fact that he, he's been included in the squad. And, and yes, against Porto, he's played, he didn't start. He played the last, what, 10, 20 minutes. But uh, the fact that he's there and we are seeing him, um, I thought for sure he'd be one of the main ones to leave. Just because the expectations were so, you know, so through the roof when he came on, he looked like the player that was most ready out of the trio of Ibanez and VR, um, the players who came into in, into the January transfer market of 2020. And um, instead, it wasn't meant to be for, for Carlos Perez, who had a rough, rough year afterwards. Um, so I'm I'm just surprised to see him here is all. And I see and I, I like what I see. I like the, the fact that Mourinho keeps playing him. Um, doesn't matter if um, if he comes on in the last 20 minutes, he, he, he keeps playing him. And uh, the previous friendlies, he always started, always had more space. So that's a welcome sight. Um, let's hope that he can he can turn this around. You know, I think that there is something there. I'm not saying a world-class player, but I'm saying a good player. A good player that, that in, in certain matches can make the difference um, with his pace and with his technique, which is really good. Um and otherwise, man, I'm just um, I'm just excited to 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 see Smalling once again, kind of pull, put in a, a, a decent shift. That's been that's also been a, a sight that I've missed for far too long. The fact that um, we we basically went last year without Smalling and without Zaniolo again um, is it was just a, a big big loss which i again don't think that many people factor into how the last season went but the fact that smalling isn't here now and he's getting his playing time and um and is playing well uh, under Mourinho is is um a very pleasant surprise i must say that it's it's not something i expected it was rumored that he was going to go uh, uh, you know uh, and leave roma um perhaps after after a season where he missed so many games and maybe the fan base wasn't all the way behind him afterwards uh but but at least what i've seen so far from him is a player that wants to stay here wants to play his you know wants to play his cards right and um and hopes to to turn this around as well. So and and we saw him do things with our shirt in that first year that I've seen few defenders do over these last few years. So I hope that going into this campaign, we can see the same smalling we saw two years ago. Okay, that's that's the, the that's the one thing. Obviously, when it comes to players potentially departing, um, today I was actually surprised by the rumor that I heard of uh, of vr potentially leaving well not really it wasn't a, a rumor that directly said that he could leave he's that he's that if if somebody were to leave um from the midfield because we know we have so many names out there there's now there's gonna be even cristante there and and we got darbo we got vertu maybe chaka potentially um the Awara. uh at first it seemed like the Awara was destined to go 
and 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 I think we talked about it previously. Um, but VR seemed like the player you want to bet long term, and this is a player that we know has gotten a number of offers on loan and probably also on permanent um, deals. Uh, but to see his name, you know, mentioned as one of the touchable names in this team is a big surprise. I I, I wouldn't be a fan of that move. I can see though how how a player like VR just doesn't fit what um, what Mourinho sets out to do. It sounds like you have some agreement in the background. Okay, that is where we are going to leave it. Thank you so so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate your support. We're in an awkward period scheduling wise, so I honestly don't know when we will record again, Andy, but it won't be as long of a gap as from this episode to the previous one. So we apologize for that. So uh, talk to you relatively soon. Until next time, ciao. Ciao. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done